It's your time, Mr. Crenshaw. Is it my time? It, yeah, it's time to talk a little high school um, sports, yeah, update have, on what's going on. Well, this is the thing. I mean, we got some, you know, we had seven-on-sevens, and, of course, we got high school football season that comes up. We're weeks away uh, from the start of practices, just like at all levels of the game. Um, but, you know, everyone starts suspecting who's doing what. We've had, you know, summer league. We have the seven-on-seven tournaments that have gone on. Uh, the players have been on a bit of a break for the holiday. They'll get back to their training sessions and workouts uh, next week, their off-season drills. Uh, but Jeff Fisher and the folks at High School Football America have come up with a preseason 109 teams from Georgia are included on the list. And we want to welcome him now on the WaitForIt.com hotline. Uh, Jeff Fisher joining us. Good morning, Jeff. Good morning, guys. How you doing? I'm fine. Thanks for getting up, too, by the way. Appreciate it. No, well, you know, I'm in, I'm in Buckhead. I, I, we're moving the operations from Southern California to Atlanta, but it's still four o'clock on my body time. So Hang on a second. The boy sounds okay. This is this is incredible. See, this city stole another business from L.A. We took the film industry. We, I love this, man. Thanks, Jeff. And now, and, and, Welcome and, and, to Atlanta. And now we've taken high school Thank football, you. America. Fantastic, fantastic. Uh, and as a matter of fact, I'm following you on Twitter, and you were out and about this uh, the last couple of days. You took some pictures up in uh, up in Johns Creek. Some of the stadiums yeah, up there. there, Alpharetta. Yeah, they're putting down new turf there. I'm, I'm loving it here. I mean, I, I got to be honest. I'm an East Coast guy from Pennsylvania, and, and I, I've been. I lived in Georgia in Atlanta back in '03, '04, I think. And I, I'm, I'm excited to be back where, where you know, tradition reigns. California's great. Don't get me wrong. Great athletes, great teams, but you don't have that football Friday night feel. Yeah. In other words, they don't have that phrase. Ain't trying. You ain't trying. <laughs> <laughs> Talk, talk about our, our game, and we'll really talk about your preseason 100. And how do you go by ranking teams that don't get to play each other, that will never play each other, will never even see each other? How, how, how do you how do you do that? Well, let, let's put it this way. First, you got to have a thick skin. <laughs> you got to be a little crazy. And uh, what we've done is we put together since 2013 about 15 criteria. I've been doing this for 40 years. I started when I was 14 covering high school football. I just thought there was a, a better way to do things. And uh, we took a shot at it. So uh, I, I put on my thinking cap, and then I, I just kind of broke things out. The hard part is the preseason one because, let's face it, an algorithm is designed to create what you know what, what's happening within the season to, to break it down and decide. That's pretty easy because we've got a lot of good head-to-head matchups with the top teams in the nation now or within states. So, uh, but the preseason one, we kind of scale it back. We take you know strength of schedule, you know that we perceive going in. You know, looking forward to uh, you know kids that are coming back. You know, where's the talent defending state champs, runners up, quarterfinalists, and all that? And that's how you break it down. But, but really, at the end of the day, it's gotten easier over the last two years because these big teams, whether it's from Georgia or California or Alabama, they're, you know, they can't schedule a lot of non-conference games. So they end up going head to head. So you do get, you know, quite a few uh, of those types of matchups. And, and this year, Georgia is just a loaded state. As a matter of fact, strength of schedule just state-wise. Uh, Georgia is the number two state in the nation with Texas being number one. And that's just going into it. It, it could all change if, if everybody plays the way they're supposed to here this year. Now, this is crazy because, Sam, all last year, I think you were telling me as we talked high school football and educating me that Georgia was sitting at number three. So, according to Jeff, they moved up. But my question to you, Jeff, is this. What state would surprise us as far as being a high school football power? You know, and I think, I don't know if it would surprise you, but I, I think it's underrated is the state of Ohio. 
the state of Ohio, year in and year out, produces great teams. Uh, more on the private school side, the the, the Greater Catholic League and in uh, the Cincinnati area, up in up in the Cleveland area, you've got a great team and and St. Edward and all that. But I think that's the underrated one. And and I got to tell Pennsylvania a little bit. But all these are private schools. You know the 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 guys that uh, you know get everybody fired up. Oh, you took my number one recruit. You know, and all of a sudden this public school is not going to be as good because of that. But I would say those. And if I had to go to a little teeny tiny state, meaning. That that's way off of the radar. Um, I, I would say up and coming is Alabama from a high school football power as far as teams are concerned, not individuals. We know the talent's there for that, but but Alabama is solid with four teams in the top 100 this year, really highly ranked from 54 on up. See, that surprises me that he right. says Alabama. Given their focus for college, you would think that 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 um, that pipeline would be stronger on the next level below college. You would think that because Auburn and Alabama go at each other the way they have yeah. over the decades, they would make sure that the high schools in that state have what they need to continue to produce the players that we need. They can fight over them all they want as far as other states. But <laughs> I'm, I'm, again, I'm just surprised to hear that. Nick Saban's got a nice helicopter. He comes over here to Georgia. Well, even you ain't got Nick Saban. I mean, going back to the Bear. I mean, those that, that those two programs have been going at it for a while. I don't know, Jeff. That's just me. I would think that they would the high school. Football would be a lot more prominent in that particular state, given what we see on the college level. And as you said, the individuals there. Yeah, yeah, I don't disagree with you at all. But what I will tell you right now, and it's probably to your point, is the state, and I'm going to say, when I say state, let's go down to the individual schools. I think at last count, and I could be wrong on this, so it's either seven, eight, or nine right now of coaches that are being paid over $125,000. Now, when I say being paid that, certainly they're athletic directors first, usually – and then there's stipends on top of it. But but there is a commitment in the state of Alabama. Hewitt Trustville, for example, Josh mm-hmm. Lloyd, who was at uh, at uh, school in Arkansas, made him a national power in Silo Christian. He's a, a Gus Malzahn uh, guy, played under him and then coached under him. Um, they're spending over 125 Gs on him, and it's coming around. They're ranked uh, number 28, I think, this year, coming into it. Yeah, number 28. Yep, and obviously you talk about Hoover, who's ended up on the schedule of some teams in our area in the past, and the, yep. and, uh, the Thompson High School that has really come along over there in Alabama. But let's get to our home folks here. I'm looking at your preseason 100, and you start off with Martyr Day from California and Allen from Texas. And right there at number three is your first team from Georgia, Grayson. What gets, what gets the Rams to, to, be, to be number three in your preseason? Well, first off, a, a whole lot of talent coming back. I mean, they've got a defense that is going to rival anybody's the, the best in the country. And Owen Papos, an Auburn uh, recruit, a verbal guy, and uh, and uh, Kelvin Harris, uh, an Alabama recruit. But the schedule that the, the Rams play puts them in a position to, when the algorithm kicks in and, and does its job, that strength of schedule gives them a shot at that mythical national championship. But I always like to throw in mythical because, like you said at the beginning, how the heck do you rank teams if they're not, you know, playing each other and all that? But, you know, to open up with, with a Tucker, you know, a state runner-up, um, the big one that I'm looking forward to that will really set the tone for the Rams comes on uh, August 31st, their second game of the season. They take on Bergen Catholic, a North New Jersey power. They're preseason ranked number eight. They're year in and year out good. Um, you know, I think even down here in Georgia – 
that people know what those northern uh, New Jersey teams can do and all that. And then, you know, it, it, it kind of clicks down from there. They get a you know, weak reprieve. They get, they get Marietta, a top 57 team. We can talk about them. They may be a year away, but the Blue Devils are, are, are stacked and loaded. I was talking to someone up there the other day. Everybody's excited about this year. They may be a year away, but you never know. You know, these are high school kids, right? They got a great and, quarterback. They got a great quarterback. Yeah. Harrison Bailey's a good one. I mean, yeah. and, and they won the Corky Kell seven on seven, beating North Gwinnett, the defending seven eight champs. So not that seven on seven football is is real football, but it, it shows you how good is the, the quarterback is there. And and then the the Rams still have it, Grayson. They have you know Colquitt County, the runner up last year, our 2015 national champ, and they've got Archer, a team they lost two six three in a field goal battle in the regular season last year. The the, the Rams have a schedule that can make them win a national championship if they run the table and do the most important thing in our algorithm, win a state championship. So when people are saying, Jeff, you can't rank them here now. Uh, we're doing this for the fans. We're doing this because they like it. At the end of the year, the algorithm proves itself out by who wins that gold medal at Mercedes. We're spending time on the waitforit.com hotline with Jeff Fisher of High School Football America. You can follow them on Twitter at HSFB America, HFFB capital letters on America, lowercase uh, on Twitter for everything that they do and report and you know, go there and actually see this preseason 100 that we're talking about. Uh, you mentioned Cockwood County. That's a team from way down in South Georgia. They're number 37 on your list. Yeah, and they, you know, Rush Probst, everybody knows about him, you know, what, what he did at Hoover, what he's done here. Uh, they lost a heartbreaker last year to North Gwinnett uh, in, in the championship game in the 7A. I think the biggest question surrounding them is is their quarterback. They've got a sophomore quarterback. Uh, Probst just said that, you know, it was going to be J.C. Harden coming out of camp. He's a good baseball player as well. He's the, the, the young guy there. And, and, again, going back to what I was saying before, when you develop a preseason poll, it's experience coming back. And it always helps to have a good quarterback that's got the experience to play deep into the playoffs. Uh, he was a backup last year, so we'll just have to see how that goes. The one thing about Colquitt this year that puts him down a little bit lower at number 37 is they don't have that usual out-of-state schedule that they've played. It's, it, it's kind of a, uh, a little bit easier, if you will. Uh, they've got Grayson. As I said, that, that comes up uh, on, on the 31st of, of September, and they've got one out-of-state game. It's in uh, at home, and it's Trinity Catholic out of Missouri. They're actually ranked number 120. We, we do a top 100, then we do an on-the-bubble, which is through 125, and then we do honorable mention. So uh, I should say 18 Georgia teams are ranked in the top 225 to show you the strength of, of this state this year. That is fantastic. Great strength you have right here. Uh, I got to get, get you about one. We got about, about a minute to go. Yeah. We got to look okay. at one, one more down here. Uh, all I'm going to all go all the way down to. You know, you better ask them. You better ask them. Number 85, the guys from Lost Mountain, McEachern. Yeah. That's, great. that's, that's Greg's day. favorite. That's Greg. These are Greg's boys. All right. Okay. Well, you guys have a great stadium over there. And, and what, I, what I like about McEachern is there's some talent there that I don't think people know all that much about. I think they've come up a little short the last couple of years. They've always been in that 100 ranking. But again, the ability to come out of the box early and maybe get that win because, you know, they, they've got Colquitt County right there. If the Indians come out and, and beat the Packers, Look out! The, the 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 algorithm will have them sore, Greg. Yeah, right. uh, they, they got a new, they got a young quarterback. They're just a tenth grader. that thinks it's going to do real, real great things. Jeff, we're going to keep in that. Now that we know you're in town, yeah, uh, we'll we, be in touch. We're going to be in touch with you some as the season progresses. But thanks so much for getting up and sharing some with us this morning. We really appreciate it. Thanks a lot, guys. Appreciate it, man. All right. Yep. Bye bye. It's good news. Nowhere to go but up with, uh, from the kitchen, but still. 
still on the list. You're on the list, man. On the top 100. Solid count. Yeah, there. All right.